You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, please support this show at subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. It's still the best place to show that you are dedicated to this broadcast. And if you want to get off Dilly Welfare, the best way to do so is at subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And also, if you love this show and you want to take it on the road with you, you can now do so courtesy of magical producer Trevor as he is now making The Dilly Show a daily podcast available at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That is where you can go to get this in podcast format. All right. Good morning. Happy Monday, September 11th, 2023. Obviously a day of remembrance here in the United States of America. Uh, for me, it's a little bit of a remembrance, but also a little bit of anger. And I wrote about that uh, this morning on my Twitter account. Uh, shout out to Magical Trevor for that incredible meme this morning, as well as Lauren Eve and Mo and his balls for their contributions. I love you guys. I appreciate all of you and what you shared. So, yeah, it's uh, surreal. It's, it's <coughs> excuse me, a little bit of a surreal day. Um, every year that goes by, I think it, it, I'm more angered, not necessarily by the attacks, but perhaps the government's response to the attacks, especially given where we're at today, where tyranny abounds. And we're going to talk about that on today's broadcast. We do have a lot of positive stuff, obviously. We've got incredible dank memes today. We've got President Trump in both South Dakota and in Iowa. Fantastic footage. We've got an incredible Dilly in the Wild, so you guys are going to love that. Um, but we're also going to talk about what has come out of September 11th, 2001 in the 22 years since and we're going to discuss a little bit about the uh, tyranny in New Mexico and some of the tyranny here in the United States of America courtesy of Joe Biden who is right now over in Vietnam embarrassing the shit out of us so <coughs> oof. yeah it's bad I still got the cough going I still got the cough going I'm doing slightly better but not <coughs> probably where I want to be still I'm still like it's it's on its way but we're still working through it so yeah we've got a big show for you guys though today I have a lot to cover uh there's a ton of news a ton of like breaking news a ton of crazy shit from the weekend we also get to cover um one of my favorites Mike Lindell my pillow guy uh was fucking uh chewing nails this weekend after we got a hold of his uh, his deposition for a lawsuit, my God. Anyway, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about today. But... All right. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm still having some breathing challenges, as you guys have probably deduced. A little bit. It's really pissing me off, too. Because I like to be kind of free-wielding and, and do my shit. And uh, I've got this, like, it's like this. It's like closing of the lungs. Like, I get... I'm like, oh, and it's like right before I get to where I want to be, vocally, <laughs> right before I get to yell at you guys, it's all, and I'm like, 
It's a little squeeze in my chest. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Can't fucking breathe for shit. Man, can you believe it? <clears throat> What's weird too is like I wasn't having challenges breathing up until the show went live and I realized I hadn't been practicing talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probiotics. Yeah, yeah. You know what sucks? I love you guys. And at the end of the day, everybody goes, oh, try this. You know what fucking works? Let me tell you what fucking works. All right. Let me tell you what fucking works. Claritin and amphetamines work. I know. Everybody, all right. You got to try the probiotics and you drink the honey every day and you mix that in with this one and you take this dietary supplementation. And you know what fucking works? Fucking amphetamines along with fucking <laughs> amphetamines and <laughs> fucking allergy medicine. I don't have, dude, do you guys know what I do for a living? I don't have fucking weeks to make, to wait for some shit to start to make a difference. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I do this for a living. I have a problem today. I need a fucking solution tomorrow. I don't have seven months to be like, I think I'm starting to slowly see some kind of a shift. It's like, Jesus Christ. Fuck that. I don't get my breathing back by tomorrow. I'm popping a fucking bronchade along with some caffeine. My ass will be completely back to normal. I know. Uh, Dilly, it's, what about the all natural? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my fucking breathing. I don't have time for this shit. All right. It's affecting my ability to do my fucking job. All right. Can't have that. I don't have fucking time. All right. If I was sitting around with my thumb up my ass. Fine, but I have to do a fucking show where I fucking talk to people every day. I can't not breathe, all right? I can't not breathe. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I did not mean antihistamine. I mean amphetamines. Fucking, fuck, I meant exactly what I said. The antihistamines in the Claritin. The amphetamines open up the fucking lungs from the bronchade in the ephedrine. I didn't take it yet, but God, I probably will tomorrow. They're like, I think he meant, no, 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 no. I meant exactly what I fucking said. Ephedrine. <laughs> it's phenomenal on the lungs. Not so good on the heart. But either way, whatever. The fuck do I need that if I can't talk, right? You can't fucking talk. <laughs> Menthol in a dehumidifier? Yeah, 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 yeah. More, more fucking wives' tales. Is it bad for my heart? Probably. Probably. My blood pressure is good, though. I don't have any issues with blood pressure. I already checked that. <coughs> ah, ah. <laughs> mm. All right. So, it's been a crazy-ass weekend. All right? There's a lot of shit happening. My God, the, the news cycle doesn't slow down. It's like it's sped back up. And, uh, do I look at the show today. I started putting this th thing together production-wise fucking t like two hours ago dude it's still not done there's that much content i gotta cover this much i'm like holy shit it's amazing because i think they do this on purpose if i'm gonna be straight up with you guys i think they do it on purpose i've noticed an extreme amount of fucking news dump lately on fridays and friday evening now some of it is just naturally occurring because you got trump rallies and everything else but even from there they, the government likes to pull bullshit on Friday and Saturday night when no one's paying attention. It's one of the things I've also noticed. They like to pull bullshit going into the fucking weekend when you're like out there with your families, you're barbecuing, you're spending time with your loved ones, and they're like, hey, let's fucking take their rights away. 
That's what that cunt in New Mexico tried to do over the weekend. The governor of New Mexico attempted to suspend the Second Amendment. Suck a dick, lady. Good fucking luck. First of all, I fucking hate New Mexico. My fucking disdain for New Mexico has been known for years. It has been absolutely a point of emphasis every summer that I had to drive through that shithole, godforsaken fucking wasteland on my way to Texas from Arizona. It's like driving through a fucking nuclear wasteland. Uh, and the people look like it too. They look like they fucking survived a nuclear holocaust, fucking gangled looking, fucking hunched over, eyes in the wrong spot, fucking yeah. Welcome to New Mexico. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm here for four hours. I used to I used to plan my gas station fill-ups right before the fucking border and right after the border because I knew I, for five fucking hours, wanted no part of dealing with shit-ass New Mexico, okay? It's one gigantic fucking trailer park. It is. The whole fucking state. It's incredible. You drive through there. It's dirty as fuck. There's meth heads all over the fucking place. The roads look like shit. The freeway barely is fucking passable. There's the, the, only, the most sightly shit you'll see in that sorry ass state are fucking tumbleweeds blowing across the freeway. It's a godforsaken fucking wasteland. I can't believe we even, it's funny cause it's New Mexico, but it honestly looks exactly like old Mexico, a total shithole. Anyway. So this fucking lady, who's like the governor of shit-ass New Mexico, wanted to suspend the Second Amendment. And there might not be anything that New Mexico is fucking worth a shit for, except there's a lot of gun-toting fucking patriots up north in New Mexico. So this is like, that's like the saving grace of New Mexico. It's like, it's a shithole trailer park with some fucking patriotic Americans up north who have guns. Everything else dirty as fuck, okay? Just fucking filthy. I don't know if you guys know this, but I fucking hate New Mexico. So anyway, it came as no surprise that some crazy white bitch who fucking nobody even knows her name, I don't know how long she's been the governor there, ends up coming along some fucking Karen. This stupid fucking illogical whore tried to suspend the Second Amendment of freedom-loving, patriotic, law-abiding citizens to try and combat gun violence from criminals. How fucking retarded are you, lady? Honest to God. I w just stunning. Just fucking stunning. Even for a fucking Karen, this <coughs> was a whole nother level of retarded. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, she came out. She said some shit. Even Democrats were like, whoa, 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 bitch. Calm down. What? You, you what? You're doing what? She was like, yeah, the Constitution basically is just there unless there's like an emergency that I think is more important. Then I'll just suspend it. Fuck you. Fuck that lady. So yeah. So I got to talk about that today. It's got me slightly fired up. I'm obviously fired up about other things, but that, that fucking Karen in New Mexico. <sighs> yeah, not a good one. Also, speaking of, there was some good news coming out of New Mexico. Former governor of New Mexico and renowned pedophile Bill Richardson fucking died recently. I didn't even know. I love that he died so unceremoniously. He was a friend of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's and frequented his ranch down in New Mexico. So I have no doubt he was a kid fucking pedophile. Anyway, he died. No one gave a shit. 
No one even told you. The only reason I found out is I had to Google his fucking ass because I was looking for some information and I found out he died like last week. Ha! <laughs> Fucker. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, there's some good news about New Mexico. This fucking cocksucker died. It. So that's, that's cool. He, he croaked. He fucking kicked the bucket. Yeah, so Bill Richardson fucking died. And nobody gave a shit. And, uh, and they shouldn't. And hopefully someday those videos and pictures of Richardson at Epstein's fucking ranch in New Mexico will come out. But I doubt it. Yeah, he was, the, he was an old fucker. He was apparently suffering with some kind of illness that, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Am I starting us off on the right fucking note today? I feel, <coughs> I feel slightly better. Like, I need to get that out of my system, I think. I think I held that in all weekend, and it was bothering me all weekend long. I think it did. I think it was bothering me all fucking weekend long. I had to do my rant on New Mexico. Because, like, I thought I had finally been rid of that place since I moved on the other side of the country. And then fucking whoop-dee-doo, I have to talk about New Mexico again. I'm like, seriously? Like, I wish I had something to say about New Mexico that didn't involve bullshit. Seriously, let's, cut, let's go through the New Mexico fucking laundry list of ho- horseshit. The last few years. So, dirty as fuck trailer park. Bill Richardson pedophile. Training ground for fucking terrorists. Remember that? They had like fucking kids there. They had kidnapped to train. It was a complete terrorist training compound. And the fucking idiots in New Mexico were like, Oh my God, look at this treasure trove of terrorist training cells for schools. We've just come across. And they looked at it for like a day and a half. They're like, you know what would be a really good way to investigate this whole thing? Let's bulldoze it because the fucking CIA is involved. Remember that? And then they told you to never remember or talk about it again. Remember that? Remember in New Mexico, they had the fucking training ground of the little kids for school shooters. And the CIA was like, whoa, 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 dude. What'd you guys stumble on? Bulldoze the whole fucking thing. And all the evidence went bye-bye in like a day. So that's New Mexico. And now we've got this latest thing from New Mexico. Every time I turn around, that shit-ass state's like, hey, fucking more cancer for America. And I'm like, Jesus. So yeah, I just kind of need to get that out of my system. Yeah, it's good. I should do the show standing up. <coughs> I have to change everything, though. The Pat McAfee show, he does his standing up, <coughs> but he don't produce either. He just fucking stands there talking to a mic, like, rah, 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 and people are doing all the buttons and shit for him. I'm a one-man fucking team right here. Like, I do my shit. And I have to host at the same time. So, yeah. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) All right. A little more serious and somber for a moment. Uh, President Trump did put out a message today for September 11th, and I want to play that for you guys now. No one who lived through the horror of the September 11th terrorist attacks can ever forget the agony and the anguish of that terrible day. It was a terrible day. The images of dark plumes of smoke billowing over lower Manhattan, the Pentagon, and a field of Pennsylvania, such a beautiful field, are seared into our minds forever. We will never forget. Today, on this solemn anniversary of those monstrous attacks, we remember the 2,977 precious souls who were savagely taken from us on that morning 22 years ago, leaving a void that can never be filled, can never be filled. No matter what happens, it can never be filled. We will say a prayer for each of the beautiful families they left behind 
whose pain is beyond comprehension. What they've gone through is not even believable. We honor the firefighters, the great New York PD, the police department, what great people they are. They are so great. And the Port Authority officers, the Virginia, D.C., and Pentagon police, and the military service members, and other first responders, actually all over the country. They acted with supreme heroism, and they went to the site of the most heinous crime. They would leave other states far away and go to the World Trade Center site, the Pentagon. They'd go to Pennsylvania, who, in many cases, gave their lives in the line of duty. God bless the memory of all of those who perished in the 9-11 attacks. We will never, ever forget. We will never forget you. We love you. God bless their families, and God bless America. Thank you. All right, so there's President Trump with a uh, message for 9-11, and uh, obviously, very somber day for him and others. Uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, what is this, Randy? The audience? I don't give a shit what they said. Take it. I don't want it. I'm in the middle of something and I don't want this. Thanks. I won't do that. I don't care. Nurses killed people two years ago. I don't care. I don't care about the opinions of nurses or anybody else. Thanks, love. Anyway, back to what I was saying about 9-11. Um, September 11th, uh, President Trump, nice message. I think I, I really appreciated Rudy, Giul Rudy Giuliani's words today on... Um, Twitter as well. I thought he had a lot of nice things to say. I think it's a really fucked up day. Um, my mind doesn't go to the place that maybe other people's goes, which is, and maybe it's because I'm not from New York and I was, I was blessed to not have lost anybody that day. So I think if, if you were somebody that lost somebody that day, um, your mind goes to their memory and their bravery and a lot of that, right? So that's where your mind goes when you're, I, I think if you're someone who was directly affected, you lost a loved one or a family member or friends or coworkers or people you knew, you, you might, today might be mean a certain thing to you. Today just fucking pisses me off. Today just pisses me the fuck off. Um, it pisses me the fuck off because Everything that happened after that was complete and total fucking horseshit. The lives lost in Iraq, horseshit. The lives lost in Afghanistan, fucking horseshit. The signing of the Patriot Act, fucking horseshit. The, the total trampling and surrendering of our Fourth Amendment rights, complete fucking bullshit. And it pisses me off because, um, you know, I, I turned on the television today, as I generally do, just for... Uh, my business news, and Fox is playing their 9-11 tributes and every commercial cut away. And I remember thinking to myself, you disingenuous fucking cunts. Like, you motherfuckers called the uh, election early and surrendered America to a bunch of communists, and you have the fucking nerve to sit here and try and placate America on this somber of days? Yeah, maybe it's somber for some people, okay? And I understand that. But it just makes me mad as fuck. It makes me mad as fuck because all the motherfuckers that were responsible for that shit, most of them are still alive. The people fucking planning it, they're getting released as we speak. They're fucking hanging out down in Guantanamo Bay. 
The people who financed it are still financing bullshit conflicts around the globe. The cunt politicians that were involved in that fucking thing. Not one of them have been held responsible. So for me, it doesn't hit the way that it does for other people. It fucking pisses me off. It makes me angry. And and it, it makes me angry because it's been 22 fucking years and nobody's done shit about the actual problem. And now, all those lives that have been lost as a result of 9-11, not just the people that day, but all of the, the American soldiers that lost, lost their lives overseas as a result of the decision-making from the fucking globalist twats that sent them off to war, it still makes me mad. I'm like, I'm not fucking safer right now. Have you traveled recently? Do you think those fucking idiots at TSA are actually protecting you? It's a fucking miracle that nothing else has happened. TSA is a a joke. Some of the dumbest motherfuckers in the state of Georgia work at the Atlanta airport. I challenge you to go to an airport with a more fucking unqualified group of idiots working security than fucking Atlanta airport, TSA. Okay? So I sit and I think to myself, what's really been done? We're not any fucking safer since 9-11. And the only reason we set the jihadis back a fucking decade is because Donald John Trump bombed the motherfuckers back to the Stone Age in the first couple of weeks of his presidency. He fucking all but eliminated ISIS. And yes, they might be cropping up now because Joe Biden let them. But really, that's about it. That's about all the fucking headway you've made. We surrendered an entire military base courtesy of Joe Biden, our biggest fucking uh, military base to the fucking Taliban two years ago, lost a bunch more American soldiers because of that and a bunch of civilians. (laughs) So I don't know, man. I, I wanted to say something sweet and nice, and I know that I probably should, but I'm not going to because I don't fucking have anything nice to say about it. God rest the souls of everybody who lost their lives that day. I am so fucking sorry. I'm so sorry for all of your families. And God rest the souls of everybody who has passed since then. And also, God rest the souls of everybody involved in Benghazi. I'm sorry that the motherfuckers that perpetrated that, they got away with it too. I'm sorry that your your lives and your memories and and everything you stood for and, and you died for, the people responsible for your untimely death continue to walk among us. They continue to prosper. So I don't have anything fucking nice to say about it. It just makes me more angry the more I think about it. So which is why it's nice when you have a a friend like Phantom Shadow that understands exactly what's going on and I can channel my rage through his memes. On the count of three, you will awaken. One. Thank you.
done, meme fellas. Absolutely killed that one. That was Phantom Shadow, Ramble Rants, C3P memes, and mags. Well done, fellas. You should be very proud of that. Well done, all four of you. Really good job. Thank you for giving me something to play when I was so angry. It made me feel better. It really did. It made me feel a lot better. We haven't even really got into the news yet. We will. I'm taking my sweet ass time. That's just, just what I do. There's some days I move faster than others, and other days I don't move so fast. And I got a meme here. I debated whether I wanted to play it because it pissed me off. And I don't know if he was trying to piss me off, but he pissed me off. And uh, he knows I love him. But Mags made a meme for 9-11. And I don't know if he was just like, hey, in case anybody was trying to soften their stance on jihadis, let me go ahead and fucking enrage you. So I'm not sure if that was his... I'm not sure if that was his intent. It's a great meme. It's solid. It made me super angry. I was like, okay, okay, uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, dude, do I play this? This will make me mad. This will make everybody else mad. But then I realized it's appropriate. Because you're going to have a ton of somber shit playing today. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of somber stuff. And everyone's going to tell you, don't point fingers on 9-11. It's, it's in bad taste, right? They'll say, don't point fingers on 9-11. You should just be a day of remembering patriotic people. And they'll tell you how to mourn. Well, the way I fucking mourn is by destroying the people responsible for that day. That's how I, that's how I choose to deal with my fucking uh, mourning, okay? Is by being focused, righteous anger towards the fucking people responsible. And one person who I fucking hate because her shit-ass fucking culture is absolutely fucking responsible is this bitch. Some people did something. I love you. Bye. We get rid of that cancer and we allow for something beautiful to rise. We need to completely dismantle. Some people did something. Say, I told you. Told you. Told you. I was like, okay. What do you do? What are you trying to do, Mags? Hmm? It's a good meme, but it is infuriating. And, uh, <sighs> fucking Minnesota. God. You're the fucking New Mexico of the North, Minnesota. Just literally, literally. Fucking little mini Mogadishu, Somalia. Yeah. Anyway, the good news is we took care of all the angering things on the front end of the show so that we can spend the rest of the show having fun. And I promise you will because I got a ton of Donald J. Trump. I've got a ton of dank memes and we're going to have a ton of fucking fun.
Thank you, Maga Devil Dog. I needed a little shot in the arm, get myself back on track. I I was sitting on that bitch waiting for the second half of the show. I knew I was gonna need it. I knew I was like, I'm just gonna sit on this thing. I'm gonna play it when I fucking feel like I'm in a shit mood. But that made me feel better. You know what else made me feel better? Christy Nome's uh, kind words about our president, Donald J. Trump. He shows up for every American and he fights for us every single day. Now, some people can't figure out his popularity. Why are people so loyal to him? I'm convinced it's because we have never seen anything or anyone like him ever before. And we've certainly never seen anyone like him serve in public office before. He is unapologetically himself. He's real, he's genuine, he is who he is, and he never pretends to be something that he's not. That's fucking correct. Thank you, Christy Nome. All right, a few things I'd like to say here. Number one, Team Meatball thought that Christy Nome was going to be their uh, potential vice president pick and, uh, it, you know, person that would endorse them. That didn't happen. So, haha. <laughs> Second, Christy Nome, you have great hair. So there's that. Just great fucking hair, lady. Good hair. Good for you. Thirdly, thank you for what you said about our president. You're absolutely right. There's nobody like him. And uh, we are loyal to him because he is loyal to America and us. That's the simple answer. He's just, he's a man of his word. So good stuff. I appreciate uh, that you have endorsed our president as you rightly should. No, I do not want Christy Nome as a vice presidential uh, pick because unfortunately there are certain things that still give me pause. And uh, doesn't mean that we can't address those, but currently, no thank you. President Trump in South Dakota was lit. I would love it if the press would turn around the cameras and show this incredible. They don't do it. That's a lot of patriots. That was like 7,000 plus people. Very impressive. President Trump, I mean, that was just, dude, that was impressive. That was a big ass crowd. It was a great speech. Seven, it was like 7,000 plus in South Dakota. Really, really impressive. And it was not even, um, this was the South Dakota GOP's event. This was not a uh, Trump event. Uh, this was not a, a Make America Great Again event. So, Great speech, great crowd. They love Donald Trump down there. And the dollar has lost more than 20% of its value in just three years' time. Think of it, it's not even possible. It never happened before. These are records we're talking about, all records, all very negative records. Joe Biden has blown through $11.5 trillion in wasteful spending, spending that should have never happened, equivalent to 
$88,000 taken away from every family in America. $88,000 from every family. Well, that explains a lot. I can't be the only one who's still over here working his ass off, like turning and burning, bringing in money, doing what I need to do for my business. And I'm like, why does it feel like I'm slipping? Why am I losing ground to my bills, but I'm not taking on new bills and I'm still working my balls off and the income is still there? Huh, where did that extra money go? Oh, that's right. That's right. It doesn't matter how much I bring in anymore. It doesn't matter how much I fucking kill myself trying to do my job. Joe Biden and through his inflationary bullshit is robbing my bank account every month. I can see, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, am I making less money? I go, look, I'm like, no, I'm making about the same money. What is going on here? Getting buried by Biden, motherfucker. Also, I have some breaking news. This is uh, very disturbing. I am going to choose to not bring the video of this to you right now. Something has happened with Rob DeSantis. I have seen the video. I am going to choose not to play it for you today. Just know that there is a breaking news story with DeSantis. He has just been caught on video eating his boogers yet again. Another booger eating a fucking moment for team meatball he wiped the nose went straight nose to mouth with the same hand disgusting it just happened i am going to i look it's been there's enough negativity in the world today i don't need to add a little bit more for you okay just know that the video will be on this show tomorrow i'm gonna have the meme team create a disclaimer of some kind but rob DeSantis, who you should never shake hands with has just been caught booger handed wiping his face and then smearing the boogies directly into his mouth okay it happened i'm just telling you and i'm choosing not to play it right now this he's one fucking booger loving son of a bitch i i don't even know what to say about this really disturbing stuff Really disturbing. Anywho, President Donald J. Trump decided to make a stop in Iowa this weekend for the Iowa-Iowa State football game. It was awesome. And the first place he went was to the frat house to see the frat bros and uh, show off his arm one more time. President Trump signing uh, one of the footballs here. Ah, looking good, Daddy J. Oh, we love it. You love to see the arm. Oh, there you President go. Trump, a, uh, Just a little flip of the that. wrist. Easy peasy. Quarterback Trump. Oh, my God. What form? What form? Get him, Trump. Get him. Boom. Deep ball. 
Trump having some fun with these footballs. Like Going deep. Live. Oh my God, there he goes. Three touchdowns in the game. He's in a tight spiral. He you think he's got me one? You think he's got me one? He's dishing. Right? He's fucking dishing. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. Are you kidding me? Fucking let him cook. It's not even a big deal. Nine for nine. Spreading it around. He's out of balls. He's out of balls. He completed all of them. Put your water down. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He was absolutely dishing right there. Fuck! Actually, there was also additional video that we didn't even see the first time around. We caught it the second time. President Trump actually is the one who put it on his page. And it comes to you from uh, our good friend Mags in Not Poso. That's a nice one. Wow. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank you, President Trump. I didn't even see that original one. What great footage. You could tell it was a long bomb. He was just doling it out long bomb style. Now, you may think, my God, when did President Trump develop such an incredible arm? But what you should know is that he's always had an incredible arm. There's not luck in football. You are the man. One time, everybody, Donald Trump. Unbelievable. Wow, and an absolutely drunk off his ass Chris Collinsworth was totally blown away by President Trump's incredible arm. Oh, yeah. Stud. Stud. You know who else knows he's a fucking stud? The people of Iowa. Absolutely loved him. He was mobbed everywhere he went. And then he decided to go grill up some burgers for the people. President Trump was the bee's knees in Iowa this weekend. They were so excited to see him. Now, I understand that there was another candidate in Iowa at the same time at the football game. His name is Rob DeSantis, and he didn't eat any boogers this weekend. He did eat them this morning, but not this weekend. But this weekend, Rob went to Iowa, 
And then we woke up Sunday morning and the DeSimps were attempting to say that Rob DeSantis was more popular at the Iowa football game than President Donald J. Trump. And that's because DeSimps are fucking retarded. Let's just go to the uh, tail of the tape here, courtesy of my friend, Brandy with a B. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy, for that perfect back-and-forth side-by-side comparison. Yes, DeSantis was at the football game, and nobody gave a shit, okay? They didn't fucking give a shit. And when they did give a shit, it was just long enough to give him the fucking finger while he was taking a picture. Dude showed up to a football game in 85-degree weather with, like, 110% humidity wearing his stupid fucking sweater vest. He rolled up his sleeves on his shirt because it's hot, but he won't take the sweater vest off because you could see his disgusting nipples. Incredible. What an absolute fucking loser. An absolute loser. <laughs> Just an absolute fucking failure of a man. But it makes sense. New national poll finds Ron DeSantis with single-digit support in the GOP presidential primary. He is getting it from all angles right now. Why? Because he sucks. And nobody likes him. And so he had to go on television and beg for money like a typical broke bitch. It was super embarrassing. And Jeff Rowe is probably going to exploit everything he knows about DeSantis in the next 30 days. Jeff Rowe needs $45 million to continue or DeSantis is going to lose his campaign manager and all of his money. And DeSantis has responded by begging people for $10 donations. It's hard. Doesn't trip. Doesn't make a mess. Bring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. Made in Germany. You know the Germans always make good stuff. Please donate $10 today to join my team. Please donate $10 today to join my team. Time with Mr. Microphone, the cordless microphone that actually puts your voice on the radio. There are no attaching wires, so you're free to move around. Broadcast over any FM car radio. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Please donate $10 today to join my team. We need you on our side. Over 100 years, we've been scrunching and folding toilet paper. Finally, there's a better way. Comfort Wipe, the sanitary paper extension arm and holder. The first improvement to toilet paper as we know it since the 1880s. Please donate $10 today to join my team. What about the Tuscan Linguini? Will I need a coupon? Is it the first of three easy payments? Is this $10 after a mail-in rebate? What about ship handling? They're all $10. Please donate $10 today to join my team. I love these recipes. I made the creamy berry crumble. It was fast, easy, and so delicious. So amaze everyone with my new Robin Joy cookbook. Just $10. But wait, 
You can also get ramen nibbles with my favorite party recipes, like these cheesy jalapeno poppers or this fresh ramen hummus. And don't forget dessert, chocolate mousse-filled ramen cups. Yummy. You can get both books with nearly 100 delicious ramen recipes for $10. Please donate $10 today to join my team. Whopper. Whopper. Fries. Fries. Soda. Soda. 10 bucks. Someone's going to get fired. We need you on our side. Please donate $10 today to join my team. The large three-topping $10 tastemaker. Please donate $10 today to join my team. It's 10 for 10 at Boston Pizza. 10 delicious meals for $10, including a Caesar salad. We need you on our side. Please donate $10 today to join my team. Never Back Down Incorporated is responsible for the content of this advertising. <laughs> oh, shout out to my friend Miguelifornia. Just ten dollars. We need ten dollars for you to join my team. Just ten dollars, please. Ten bucks. Yikes, dude! That is the most pathetic campaign in the history of political campaigns. This dude is everybody in America right now. I mean, everybody who saw this was like. Yep, fuck Ron DeSantis. <laughs> what an absolute schlep. Fucking schlep. Now, he wasn't the worst governor in America this weekend, shockingly enough, because that belongs to this psycho bitch from New Mexico. Yeah. You took but your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carrying license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. Uh, wait a minute, okay. now, you're talking about crimes. There are already laws against the crimes, so how are their rights? Got it. But, but again, if I'm unsafe, who's standing up for that right? If this climate is so out of control, somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. Governor, yep. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty resounding message. Yeah. 
This was a governor virtue signaling about gun violence because criminals are hurting people with illegal firearms. And instead of addressing that issue, she tried to disarm lawful citizens and tried to rob them of their Second Amendment right. This, this is all I see. I asked uh, the meme team to make this for me. Ramble Rants made this one, I believe. But all I saw was, oh, okay. You think that's how this works? You think that's how this works? I was very proud to see New Mexico's patriotic gun owners turn out the following day for a rally. All of them, all of them open carrying. Nobody did shit, by the way. At the end of the day, law enforcement in this country knows damn fucking well they are outmanned and outgunned. And when you ask them to violate the rights of the people, you put them in harm's way because they know that if the people decide to flex, there isn't anything that's going to stop them. <clears throat> what this woman did was both illegal and incredibly stupid. incredibly stupid this was so fucking stupid that even ted Lieu of california came out against it on social media even david fucking hog that twink from florida came out and was like uh you don't just get to arbitrarily suspend the constitution when you feel like it fuck her fuck the guy next to her that sheriff next to her is the biggest pussy on planet earth the guy next to her, her on the left, I don't know who that is. All I see are traitors to the Constitution. All I see are fucking redcoats. All I see are redcoats. I do not see fellow Americans. I do not see law enforcement. I don't see fucking whatever you want me to see. All I see are redcoats. And I know exactly how our forefathers would have dealt with fucking redcoats. Corporate needs you to find the differences between this picture and this picture. They're the same picture. Bingo! Bingo! We should play a cowboy meme from Mo and his balls so I don't get mad. Well, I was raised up by a simple man. I grew up with a gun in my hand. Taught me how to love and how to fight. Taught me what's wrong. Taught me what's right. Said you don't have a choice to choose. You do what you can and don't ever lose. Just remember even when I'm dead and gone. Make me proud, don't never back up, don't never back down Spend your ground and always tell it like it is Yeah, this life's gonna be real damn tough You take them scars and you call that bluff Don't let me catch you fitting in Cause everyone's an outlaw Until it's time to do outlaw shit
we're gonna go ahead and keep our firearms. I think we'll just go ahead and keep our firearms. You know where to find us. New Mexico, go ahead and keep your firearms. Patriotic, gun-toting Americans, tote all the guns in New Mexico today. Ignore those unlawful orders. Where all the guns? All of them in fucking complete, total view of law enforcement. Fuck these people. Fuck them completely. It is actually your patriotic and your duty. Forget right. It's your fucking duty to oppose tyranny. And what she just said and what she tried to implement is an illegal order against the citizens of this country and of New Mexico. It is your fucking duty to ignore that bitch. It's your job. And then there was Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris celebrating 50 years of hip-hop acting like a hoe I fixed this one by the way hold on there we go she sucks dick sometimes we know how you got there we know how you moved up through your career. There is zero mystery how you got there. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. All the times. She sucks dick sometimes. This is what we got to deal with, people. This is what we're dealing with. Fucking Kamala Harris. Jesus Christ, dude. Amazing. Really amazing shit. <laughs> oh. She had a big party celebrating hip-hop. While you were trying to stretch out your 50 bucks into some type of groceries for this week, you know, maybe get yourself some milk and a couple of fucking items. Maybe throw a couple dollars in your gas tank. Kamala Harris was partying like a whore. Now, sometimes anger is important to have as an American. Anger in media can be helpful as a release valve of sorts, which is what I've tried to be for you guys here today. It's not that I'm in a bad mood. I'm just definitely not in a good mood. <laughs> but I will say this next clip put me in a good mood. Because it's somebody who is a friend of this show. He's a friend to America. He's a friend of the meme team. And uh, I know all of you genuinely love this man because you've seen nothing but his sweet side until this weekend when a shitty ambulance chasing lawyer attempted to insult his precious pillows. And Mike Lindell was not fucking having it. This from a deposition back in March. <laughs> 
against the patriotic businessman, Mike Lindell. Okay, and I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. Okay, that when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they, they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go... Or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever. Well, we'll cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody called because of a lumpy pillow. But good, good one, though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying Obviously, is... you don't have a my pillow too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell... Asshole. I... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm pissed. I understand. Yeah, go. When you're saying what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't make, try to make some shitty, smarmy comment about Mike Lindell's product, okay? Like, maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you don't bring up the pillows. Maybe... Maybe you just say customer service or something, dude. I fucking love this kind of passion for his own product. Dude was like not fucking having it. He's like, oh, oh, my pillow, huh? Are you going to talk? Lumpy pillow, you motherfucker. What'd you just say to me? <laughs> You're an asshole. Mike Lindell is a patriotic, God-fearing man who takes a lot of pride in his products and his customer service and the way that he treats his employees, and this fucking douchebag asshole lawyer just tried to depose him by slandering his product. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Also, when I heard that, I realized something. What I had just heard was the hook for a dank beat. Clearly. I'm, you might not have heard it, but I did, and so did Phantom Shadow. Lumpy pillows kiss my ass. 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 Told you. I told you. Now, he's not the only one that uh, heard something there. Hugh White and uh, who else did this one? Mo and his balls did this one. <laughs> that when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance chasing asshole. That's what you are. 
Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. Oh, Asshole. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, maybe maybe we don't insult Mike Lindell. Um, <laughs> bro wasn't having it. Listen, that entire deposition is available on social media. It's on Twitter. It is absolutely incredible. That's just one clip. There's like 15 of them, and they're all that good. It's essentially Mike Lindell telling this dude he's an ambulance-chasing fucking asshole over and over and over and over again with zero fucks to give. He's like, yeah, I don't care. It's like the judge is going to hear this say, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Over and over again. Mike didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. Why would he? Why would he care? He's fired up, man. I'm fired up. Shit. You know who got me fired up too? couple of patriots first one is my good friend jay scott he did a hell of a meme this weekend you should be very proud of this one the choice of right or wrong is as old as human existence and in this generation we will either see freedom flourish higher brighter and further than it ever has or we will witness its death every one of us now finds ourselves in the position of having to make the choice either we stand up speak up and let our voice be heard or cower away and hope you are not the next one they come for. What is the worth of your family, your grandchild, your great-grandchildren if you are so blessed? Are they worth you doing the things we were always told did not matter? Talking to neighbors? Talking about faith? Sharing your hope of a better life and how that is achieved? Are these things so foreign that you trade your family's future for the comfort of not speaking them? What some paint as a complex road to travel is really as simple as right versus wrong, good versus evil, freedom versus subjugation we stand on the most solid ground ever tilled turned planted shaped and built on we've used it to bring life into this ever-changing world to create the great experiment some would tell you it's failed that it's a lie based only in hopes and dreams of those unwilling to accept a ruling class as its master never to remind anyone that an experiment such as this has never been done before and only dies when the last person gives up on it our founding fathers made sure of this and put it in writing. It is our time to follow this guide, to apply those lessons written so long ago, and to ensure that they live on for another 300 years. This is our calling, to defend our birthright, cast off the chains held in place with only lies, and to rise as a free nation leading the world as the bright shining light on the hill. Well done, dude. Seriously. Solid, J. Scott. Solid. Be proud of yourself. You killed that thing. All right. A spoiled little rich bastard popped his fucking head up over the weekend. Had some things to say. President Trump had some things to say back. We can't let this spoiled little degenerate win. His daddy controls the DAs and the AGs in America. They are destroying our country. Mitch McConnell is helping them do it by doing nothing. An embarrassment to the Republican Party. 
Get tough, Republicans. That's right. George Soros' son announces he is uh, shifting resources to focus on defeating Trump in 2024. He went on to say, uh, Alex Soros vows to eradicate conservatives from the internet. I'm 100 times worse than my dad. Okay. Okay, let's fucking play the game then, kid. Push people to the brink where they no longer have a First Amendment and so they have to do something else. Smart. You don't have a fucking army, Alex Soros. You do not control an army. However many fucking people you think are going to be there to catch you when you fall, you're fucking dead wrong. Nobody fears you. You're the product of a rich, evil father. You yourself do not have any fucking actual skin in this game. You've never sacrificed. You've never bled. You just came up with a silver spoon in your ass. And you think we're scared of you? What happens when you try to own the internet and it stops being on the internet? What happens when you play a game digitally that turns into a physical game? What happens when 10,000 angry patriots show up where you're going to be to discuss your treatment of them online? Or even worse, when they want to talk to you about the funding of district attorneys and attorney generals who are destroying America. How big is your security detail, Alex Soros? You seem awfully confident. Do you plan on going to a different country? I don't think that you have actually thought this thing through. And I certainly don't think you should be antagonizing the very people who already felt desperate before this. Not a smart move, kid. Not a smart move at all. Nobody fears this guy. Nobody. What an absolute goon. What a goon. President Trump was fired up, though. In a phony and probably rigged Wall Street Journal poll, coming out of nowhere to soften the mental incompetence blow that is so obvious with crooked Joe Biden, they ask about my age and mentality. Where did that come from? A few years ago, I was the only one to agree to a mental acuity test and aced it. Now that the globalists at Fox and the Wall Street Journal have failed to push their third-tier candidate to success, they do this. Well, I hereby challenge Rupert Murdoch and Sons, Biden, Wall Street Journal heads to acuity tests. I like it. Throw down the gauntlet, Trump. I will name the place and the test, and it will be a tough one. Nobody will come even close to me. We can also throw some physical activity into it. I just won the senior club championship at a big golf club with many very good players. To do so, you need strength, accuracy, touch, and above all, mental toughness. Ask Brett Bayer of Fox, a very good golfer. The Wall Street Journal and Fox are damaged goods after their failed desanctimonious push and stupid $780 million settlement. Morons. Yeah. 
I'd say Trump has had about enough of the establishment trash. The globalist Wall Street Journal has lost most of its influence over the last few years. They are America last in rapidly going down the tubes. The editorial board doesn't have a clue. Make America great again. I love when he gets like this. He's on a heater now. The Wall Street Journal and Fox News keep pushing the narrative, though, are through Trey Gowdy and others that, quote, both crooked Joe Biden and 45th President Donald J. Trump are unpopular within their own party. This happens to be true for crooked Joe, where they won't even let RFK Jr. have his votes fairly counted, more rigging and stealing elections, but very untrue for Trump, where I have a 90% approval rating and am crushing the second tier candidates by 50, 60, and even 70 points. That's popular. Telling you Trump was on a heater. Another milk toast lightweight commentator put on by now ratings challenged Fox News and the globalist dummies at the Wall Street Journal, Maura Gillespie, just said that I wasn't working as hard on the Republican campaign trail as some of my competitors. I just returned from two days of massive crowds in Iowa and South Dakota. Others drew flies. Also, tell lightweight Mara that I am leading all of these so-called hard workers by more than 50 points and Crooked Joe by a lot. No energy. Now they're critiquing the guy who's up 50. Amazing. It's the most Democrat shit ever. Meanwhile... Joe Biden had this to say over the weekend. Light for, and uh, I see, I'm just following my orders here. I have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. For, and uh, I see, I'm just following my orders here. I have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. I'm just following orders here. You're the president of the United States. I don't know what his game plan is. He hasn't shared it with me. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go home and go to sleep. What? 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 Light for, and uh, I see. I'm just following my orders here have a game plan he may have a game plan he just hasn't shared it with me but i tell you what i don't know about you but i'm going to go to bed unbelievable this dude is a fucking national embarrassment unbelievable 
Now, we're, we're going to make fun of this, but you don't need to understand the seriousness of this first. This is what every leader in every fucking first world country is seeing over the weekend. They're meeting him. They're shaking his fucking weak little limp-wristed hand. They're repeating themselves over and over as he tries to digest what they're saying. Why would anybody take him seriously? This is, this is why Kim Jong-un <clears throat> is on his way to Russia right now to sell weapons to Russia because of that. This is why China has a plan to take Taiwan before the next election because of that. The geopolitical jockeying happening globally is a direct result of that right there. Unfucking real. Oh boy, you Joe. What you want. You're looking tired. What you mean? Oh if yeah, you you're slipping. Game plan. He may have a game plan. He just you need to go to bed, man. But that I tell needs you what, to be your game you, plan. But I'm going to go to bed. No, no, no. We talked about we talked about it at the conference overall. We talked about um, stability. We need we to kill this conference. He's going nowhere with this. Third world. The, uh, Did he just refer to the, uh, Vietnam as the third world the, uh, in Vietnam? Southern Hemisphere. Ah, access get him up the stage. Pull it. It wasn't confrontational at all. Turn off his mic. Thank, thank you, everybody. This ends back, the count. Press back. conference. Thanks, God. everyone. Thank you. What a moron! Holy crap, Joe! It's a beach party, Vietnam. Surfing with the Viet Cong. Cooking hot dogs with napalm. A beach party, Vietnam. Oh my god. Trev, thank first of all, thank you. That was fucking funny. They... They actually did poll him mid-speech. That's not Trev editing. They polled him mid-fucking speech. They polled him mid-speech. He was like talking still. And they were like, yeet, yeet. Like, that's hilarious. But that part's not edited. They yanked him off the stage in the middle of the speech. Cut him off completely. Unbelievable. Thank you, Trev, for that. Magical Trevor. How long we got left? October 11th, November 11th, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. August, September, October, November, December, January. Got 18 months. Got 18 months left. You got 18 months left before they swear in Trump. Oh boy. 16 months. Sorry, guys. 16 months left. 16 months. 16 months in like two weeks, I think, right? 
16 months and two weeks. Does that sound about right? Fuck. 549 days, they're saying. Ay, 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 ay. 489 days. Which is it? How many days do we got left till this guy's gone? A little over 16 months? Is he going to be alive in 16 months? I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I don't think he looks like he's going to make it 16 months. That's, that's a fucking eternity. 16 months? I don't know if he makes it 16 months. Boy, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he makes it 16 months. By the way, China wasn't done uh, punking people out over the weekend. First, they punked out Joe Biden. Then they said, uh, China is warned of consequences unless Canada stops spreading lies and false information about alleged interference into the nation's affairs per Bloomberg. So, China has also let Canada know, we're going to fuck your shit up if you don't stop telling people that we're fucking your shit up. But we all know it. We already knew it. China is now throwing their weight all over the Western Hemisphere. China does not respect anybody in the West. And why would they? All, the only person they respect is at home in Bedminster right now. But Canada is run by an effeminate, pillow-biting communist. And America is being run by an elderly fucking uh communist and china's looking going yeah we don't need to worry about anybody in the western hemisphere truth be told we should have fucking nuked china when we figured out they deliberately released covid china already should have been turned into a fucking parking lot we should have sent them back 150 fucking years technologically I'm talking everything. I'm talking EMPs, nuke, whatever you had to do. It was an act of war. Everybody on planet Earth knows it, but nobody did a goddamn thing about it. China already should have been fucking bombed back to the Stone Age. Should have had their supply lines cut off, their food cut off. Already. It should have, we already should have addressed this in 2020 when we realized they deliberately released a fucking bioweapon on the planet. I'm never going to let that go. I fucking hate China. With everything in me. That nation, their fucking absolute communist fucking rule, the people there. Whole fucking, you should have bombed the fuck out of every military installation in China. Uh, This is your mortal enemy is China. There's a reason that your country looks the way it does right now. And the biggest reason is China. The United States of America is so fucking cucked out now. We actually pretend we don't know that they released a bioweapon in an act of war because we don't want to deal with the responsibilities of what that means. It'd be like you getting punched in the face and then pretending the guy did it on, on accident. Be like, well, he probably didn't mean to do that. He probably didn't mean to. It'd be like you walking in on your wife getting plowed by China 
and then you being like, she probably slipped and fell on his dick because you didn't have the balls to deal with the problem. The problem is very clear. Somebody launched a preemptive strike against the United States of America and the rest of the planet in the hopes of destroying the global economy and supply chain so that they could make advancements. It's an act of global war. They should have been dealt with accordingly. Our tax dollars for the last fucking 50 years have went towards building this incredible military machine to stop such behavior. And instead, we sat on our fucking hands and got our asses kicked and now we're, we're subjugated essentially. The United States of America, Republican representatives are still pretending they didn't notice the direct act of war from China because they don't want to have to stand up for themselves. This is like peak GOP cuckism. This is why everybody hates the Republican Party. They are fucking notorious for letting other countries fuck their wives. <clears throat> notorious. Well, you don't have to be responsible and react if you don't if you pretend you didn't notice. What? What? They destroyed our entire way of life, our culture. They've destroyed the United States of America. They destroyed the way we vote with an act of war by releasing a bioweapon and you all sat around pretending you didn't notice. 2020 would have been the one year where I would have been fucking fine with the United States military getting every dime of my tax money just to deal with China permanently. And instead, nothing. Nothing. Because they wanted to pretend they didn't notice. Well, that might have been an act of war. Bitch, it is. It is. I hope President Trump gets back into office and puts the most fucking insane tariffs on China we've ever seen. I want to see the Chinese go right the fuck back to 1930 China. Fuck them. The only reason they even exist at this point is because they've been ripping off uh, America's intellectual property for almost 100 years. Fuck them. Destroy them economically. Fucking destroy them, their food, supp <clears throat> food supply, all of it. Cut them off from the world. Deal with the fucking problem once and for all. We know what's coming. It's impossible. Western culture and our way of life is completely incompatible with communism, which is why they're pushing that shit everywhere. This is what you have to deal with. This is not going to be a problem you can kind of, well, maybe we slow walk them and do, no, eventually you're going to have to push a button. Eventually you're going to have to have an actual plan for dealing with them in the Pacific. You're going to have to have a, a, a plan to deal with them in the South China Sea. I think you fucking, I think you treat China like Cuba overnight. I think overnight you go, you're Cuba and we will no longer accept your goods. The end, snap. And of course, it's going to it's gonna fuck up everything geopolitically for a little while. Supply chains are going to be completely fucked, and I don't care. Good. Cut them off. Bleed them dry. We will deal with it. The United States of America is capable of manufacturing our own items. We are capable of building our own factories, growing our own food. 
making our own medicines. Fuck them. Make them Cuba overnight. Let every other country know if you do business with them, you no longer do business with the United States of America. The end. I'll be fine with that. I know what it'll do to the price of things. I don't give a shit. Let's keep their fucking gold while we're at it. I know we got it. Just keep that shit. Fuck them. At some point, you're going to have to rip the bandaid off. We can see what's happening. They didn't want to stay in their fucking hemisphere. They're insisting on coming to our hemisphere with their way of life. This is At this point, it seems completely appropriate to handle them with the most extreme prejudice, in my opinion. Or maybe you guys don't remember watching your loved ones die through a glass fucking window at the hospital because you couldn't go in the room. Maybe you don't remember them putting your loved ones in a body bag and toting them out of senior citizen facilities because nobody was allowed to go in and help grandma or grandpa or mom or dad. Did you forget that anger inside you? You were looking for who caused all of this? They have a name. It's called China. It's not a mystery. This isn't one of those conspiracy theories. China created a bioweapon, deliberately released it on the United States of America, and destroyed your way of life. And no one's done a fucking thing about it. At all. And then they hijacked your election to get rid of your president, who was the one man they knew, they knew would address this problem. Everyone else will call it something it's not. They'll, they'll call it other names because they don't want to deal with the reality of what's coming down the pipeline. Read any military magazine, any military fucking world war game simulation. You not having a military conflict with China before 2040 is impossible. It is fucking impossible. There's nowhere to go. Someone's going to have to address this. You can do it with Donald Trump or you can do it with somebody later, but it's, it's going to get dealt with. The only solution outside of conflict is what the GOP is probably planning on doing, which is bending the fucking knee, taking their fucking 50 pieces of silver and leaving you to become a communist nation. We have a solution. His name is Donald Trump and you need to put him back in office in 2024 so he can deal with these problems once and for all.
damn right. Thank you, Lauren Eve. <clears throat> We're looking for retribution, man. Trump 2020 <laughs> Oh, fucking China. I swear to God. Front page, New York Post. Financial tsunami from migrant crisis will bury city, Adams warns. Border storm. What do you think happened to California for 40 years? What do you think happened to Arizona in Texas? All these elite liberals in their shithole city are now panicking because you get to deal with something that we've dealt with for decades in border states. Fuck you. You're right. It is going to bury your city. The welfare commitments you're going to have to make. There's only one solution, but you don't have the balls to do it. You need to ship them all the way fucking back to their the state they or the country they came from, the country of origin, or Mexico, because Mexico let them in. But you will never see me feel even slightly bad for what's happening in New York City. You voted for this shit. You fucking voted for this. You voted for your own destruction. And American women wonder why this is happening. Passport bros. Feminists are outraged at men going overseas to find traditional wives. Whoopsie. You didn't think it would happen? Really? You're surprised? That dudes were like, yeah, you know what? I, uh, I'm not interested in marrying a former Instagram hoe. I'm not interested in uh, being the 50th dude to uh, hook up with my future wife. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go ahead and go overseas and find somebody who still believes in the, nu the nuclear family. Whoopsie. Anybody even slightly surprised by this? I'm not. Doesn't even make me slightly surprised. Yeah, ma mail order brides exploding. I, this shouldn't surprise anybody. The, the, the absolute state of culture in America is destruction this is a whole thing now there's a big ass movement for this and it's crazy because we already know statistically that there is nobody more dangerous and a bigger threat to western civilization and our culture and our way of life than liberal white women it's statistically proven it's not even close. See? See, the light just went up. Did you guys see that? Oh, that's your fucking, that's your God moment right there. The lights went all the way up automatically without me touching a thing. As soon as I said, liberal white women are the biggest threat to Western civilization. And the lights went, yeah. it's true. And that's why passport bros are going overseas to find wives. 
You can't fix these ones. The ones that are here are broken. You're not fixing them. They're completely brainwashed. They hate you, but they hate your, they, themselves more than they hate you. They don't want to have children. They want to have dogs. They want to have cats. Look, I love pets, but if you're having pets and you think it's the same as raising children, you're fucking whacked in the head, dude. Something wrong with you. That ain't the same. A pet is a fucking pet for a reason. Kids are kids for a reason. They ain't the fucking same. Now, I understand, oh, well, I'm just trying to fill a void or whatever. Dude, wouldn't it be easier to just be somebody that's like fucking actually, you know, worthy of a, a serious relationship and marriage and children? The young women in this country are completely fucked up. The mid-range women are probably the scariest. Millennial women might be the most unbearable, unweddable cunts on planet Earth. And we all know it. Even the young women who are in that demographic know it. My wife knows her peers are unweddable whores. She knows it. It's not even a debate. It's not like some big conversation. We're like, well, I'm not really sure. She knows. She's like, dude, holy fuck. These bitches lost their fucking minds. Zero morality, zero fucking ethics, zero integrity. And so dudes are going abroad. They're like, I'm not doing this. There's the thing is that solutions to these problems are very natural. They happen naturally. It happens very naturally. You just don't marry one. You don't even date them. You don't even fuck up. You're like, I don't care. Why would you? It's pretty amazing. Uh, it's, it's amazing, but it's also not surprising at all. For every action, there's an equal and greater reaction. And the action has been a war on masculinity and on the nuclear family. You've been, women have been pushing men out of the home for 60 years. Do we really need to get into what happened in the black community? Where prior to the Democrats taking hold of that community, the black community had the highest rate of fathers in the household of any community in America. Do you guys know that? The black community used to pride itself on the nuclear family. Their men would make babies, marry the mom, and stay. It was a fucking absolute, it was a part of their culture, a point of pride. And then that all changed. Bunch of fucking racist white liberals got into power, destroyed the black community, loaded it up with fucking crack cocaine and other drugs, and then another racist piece of shit by the name of Joe fucking Biden passed a, a crime bill that would go on to incarcerate like a third of all young black men. Democrats destroyed that community. And we all know it. We all know it. There's solutions though, and the solutions are painful. The solution is an entire generation of women who will never, ever know the fucking, the, the, the fulfillment of being mothers. A generation of women that will never know 
the validation that comes with being a wife and actually being a part, a half of a whole. There's an entire generation of these barren, loveless, listless whores that there's no turning back that clock, babe. Once that clock switches, it's over for you. You got nothing for me. And you got nothing for any of these other men. You didn't want to procreate. You didn't want to have a start a family. You didn't want to raise a family. You didn't want to work on yourself so you could actually be somebody that was wettable. You wanted to continue to be a cunt. And so now all you're going to have is a turnstile of fucking men and cats through your house in perpetuity. Don't shoot the messenger. There will be people that will be mad at me about what I just said. And literally, you can't blame me. Because I didn't raise these whores. You raised these whores. I didn't fucking raise them. I didn't raise these whores. I didn't raise any of these whores. And I didn't marry any of these whores. So good luck. Good luck. You better hope shit goes really smoothly and that you don't require a man at some point in your life soon. Sad. But the problem will solve itself. Gen Z is going to fix, fix this. I can tell you right now, Gen Z is already figuring it out. Gen Z is like, wait a minute. They're looking, they're recalibrating. They'll figure it out. It'll take a little while, but they're going to figure it out. Crazy stuff. Woof, crazy. Hey, by the way, remember that mortgage thing? We had that conversation and Joe is still doing everything he can to fuck up real estate. Because you won't get, you won't leave your place of residence. You will not let go of that 3% mortgage. The average rate on the 30-year fixed mortgage pulled back to 7.12% from 7.18% a week prior, according to Freddie Mac. This is the first time since April of 2002 that rates have exceeded 7% four straight weeks. Yikes. This is if you have perfect credit and you put a huge chunk of money down. Forget being a normal person with blemishes. You're screwed. If you imagine you, you have perfect credit and you walk into your mortgage broker, he's like, yeah, I got you about a 7.18%. You're like, what? Well, there goes your chance of buying. You're moving into an entirely different neighborhood now because of the interest rates right now. Crazy. It won't last though. It won't last. When you see the solution to these problems, it's gonna blow your mind. When Donald John Trump retakes the Oval Office, and you actually see the solutions that he has in store, they're so scared right now, and they should be. He's not showing up like he did in 2017 with some patriotic people, but also a bunch of snakes. He's gonna show up with Trump loyalists, people who are loyal to him and the United States of America and the Constitution. That's the thing that I want you guys to understand is bad as it is, and it is bad. You got 16 months left. The moment he gets into office, he's showing up with fucking fire breathers. I'm telling you right now, 
It's going to be like nothing you've ever seen. It's going to make your fucking head spin. He's going to fix this shit so quick. And that's not airy fairy pie in the sky. It's real. The plans are real. Agenda 47 is totally fucking something you can implement right away. And the thing is, he's not going to do anything moderate this time. He's not going to negotiate. He's not going to be, well, let me find. No, he's going to go through. He's going to red marker everything bullshit. He's going to start fucking closing entire entities of government. He's going to leverage every power he has. He's not only are we going to end up being, uh, I think, being essentially a, a, a global superpower, the global superpower on energy. When he talks about energy independence, he's talking about permanent. He knows exactly what needs to be done. He knows exactly what needs to be done. I don't think people are ready for what's coming. They're going to be stunned. They're going to go, oh boy. Oh boy. The audits, the investigations... There will, no, there will not be any more super secret operatives uh, instigating and getting into his government and undermining his, his uh, objective. Not this time around. It's going to be like something you've never seen. And his plan, if you read Agenda 47, that's what you're clinging to right now. Agenda 47 is how you save America and you make America great again. He's got a plan. He's following that plan. Now, what can you do today? You follow his lead right now. You follow what he's doing. Register voters in your area. Register them Republican. Make sure you're speaking Trump all the time. Every chance you get, you're an ambassador for MAGA. You're an ambassador for Trump. Every chance you get to get out on the street or online, you're representing Donald J. Trump. You're representing Agenda 47. You're representing the show. Every, you need to be talking to people constantly about this. Every time I'm out and about, I'm chatting politics. Hey, you guys ready for the election? You ready? You gonna hit some rallies? You guys all registered to vote already? Good, good. Okay, good to talk to you. All the time. All of the time. If we all do this together and we make it a point every single day, you will get your country back. You will. You will. I have total faith in you. All right, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. You guys have a wonderful September 11th. I'll see you guys tomorrow. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government. 
or the media, we're training them in weapons, we're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.